It's spoiler in time. Ah, one of the greatest times of the week when we take all the hard work we've done on cord killers, figuring out where things are and what there's out there and what we're going to watch. And we just talk about things we have watched this week. We're talking about Westworld season four, episode four. What we do in the shadows is back season four, episodes one and two. They gave us two episodes and the return of the final season of Better Call Saul season six, episode eight. I'm Tom Merritt. He's Brian Brushwood. Dude, I am hungry and ready to rock. Where, where are we starting? Let's let's start with Better Call Saul, season six, episode eight, called Point and Shoot. And boy, was there a lot of pointing and shooting in this particular episode. Brian, this probably for me is the best episode of Better Call Saul they have done. It flew by. Uh, tell me more about this. Uh, why I think that? Yes. I, it's, it's more an observation of how I felt than an explanation of what they did. Uh, I was watching it and never once thought, how far are we into this? I never once thought like, oh, okay. So what's going to happen next is X. And, and let me wait for that to happen. I was just not literally on the edge of my seat or anything, but just carried along by the fact that I didn't know uh, what was up with the switch where where Jimmy uh, argues that that no, you should send her, not me. And then with a look, I was told, oh, oh, I get it. He's telling her to run away. Right. He's telling her to sacrifice himself. Right. He didn't need to explain. Right. Uh, I I didn't know what was going on uh, with the real plan of why he sent her knowing she wouldn't kill him, uh, you know, and, and what he was really up to until he shows up at the laundromat. And I'm like, ah, he knows where he's going to go. And, and Gus knows where he's going to go, but he's going to walk into the trap anyway. I don't know. It was just, I, I, maybe I should have seen more coming, but, but for me, it just, just kept me guessing and, and kept me interested. Uh, it, it definitely kept me guessing, but but it's one of those things where it's like only after landing do you remember how everything looked from a thousand feet up, you know? And uh, one thing I was struck by, and again, just, just to get this out of the way, best show on television, incredible direction, incredible cinematography, incredible storytelling, incredible acting, everything about it is fantastic and wonderful. Uh, and to be honest, this episode was a real favor it was a wish granted for me in that we wrapped up some plot lines with room for mystery to wait, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Hamlin handled uh, whatever you thought of that whole story. It's over. It's oh, done. Right. I forgot all about the, the opening with the shoes. And you're like, well, that's what happened to Hamlin. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> we'll see how uh, he gets uh, there. Uh, uh, Lalo handled. Uh, now, uh, that, that one stung a little because I really deeply came to appreciate the character of Lalo. I thought, yeah. I thought he is maybe one of the best creations in this entire, and that's a, that's like, a like, testament to the show that they were willing to kill him because he's too good of a character to kill. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, he's like Mike Ermintrout level, like of, yeah. of interesting. And I can't wait to follow that actor and all of his other projects. Like I told Bryce before the show, it, we, Lalo was so good. It made me want to go back and give Hawkeye another try. <laughs> Like, like, just, he's so, it, it was amazing, right? Having said all of that, it was 
it was very agenda driven and straight to the point where it's like, we got to wrap this up. We got to wrap this up. And I understand why, and I'm thankful that they're doing mm-hmm. it, but uh, it was so fast that mm. it was, it was, it was, it, yeah, I, I, I don't so know. What it wasn't, I liked about it. You didn't like as much. Well, no, I, I, it was it was fine. It was fine. But that's the central of your criticism. Like but co- yeah. correct. Uh, uh, right. uh, yeah, the only other, the only other ne- quasi negative, not a real negative, but but they seem to be setting up that Gus Fring is super amazed that Saul Goodman was able to convince Lalo to take to send his girlfriend, and that's the stated reason that he's like, what? Somebody convinced Lalo to do something. Whoever this lawyer is must be so great. I must befriend him. Uh, well, but that no, but that's how he or I, I took that to mean like there's no way Jimmy would convince Lalo to go do whatever. Correct. That's, that's Gus saying like that was all smokescreen. That was yeah, all no, the that's, distraction. That's what I took. But that's then he when dropped realized, everything and drove oh, Lalo, over there. That's right. Lalo, yeah. Lalo Dude. didn't care. Well, we already knew Lalo didn't care because he was like, yeah, okay, fine, switch. At that point, I was like, well, Lalo doesn't care which one of them go. Okay. Correct. But but Fring saying he talked Lalo out of it was Fring going, nobody talked Lalo out of anything. Lalo, that was not what Lalo was up to. And, Let me figure out what Lalo was up to. I didn't think it had anything to do with Saul Good. And I bet if Mike's men go out and emergency to one place and then emergency to another place. If Lalo has actually got his eyes on any of that, he's going to know that he's been made leaving Jimmy's place to another location. You know what I mean? Right. So, like it, it's, I, yeah. I, uh, 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 also body double for Gus. Very fun. Yes. Fun oh, bit. No, super great. <laughs> I'm supposed super to shoot great. him. <laughs> like, like that level of, like the fact that after seeing all the paranoia from Gus Fring, the fact that there's an even deeper layer of paranoia beneath it that that we are face to face with, chef's kiss. It was great. Yeah, uh, I also uh, really enjoyed uh, Fring calling in to say he was traveling and wouldn't be in the in the restaurant and and giving like the kind of mundane orders that an owner of a restaurant would give to his manager while bleeding out you know on the table like that was it was very fring and very for my money perfectly acted right yeah uh, I, I yes one 100 um and keep in mind somebody's gonna get annoyed at me i'm i get, get look when something is perfection, the only thing to look for is imperfections. And that's what I'm trying to do. Do it. Do it. You're good. Yeah. I will stand up for you. That's all I've got, there unfortunately. Go. Oh, okay. That and the fact that um, uh, uh, I did find it interesting uh, after after he ties up uh, Saul Goodman, he turns the volume way up. I, I, I'm sure there's some kind of cultural significance to whatever movie that was. And, uh, you know, mainly I noticed the uh, the, the blasting out of, of like uh, everything clipping from being so loud. But then like it got like actually annoyingly loud to me, uh, <laughs> which I was like, well, I guess that's what they were going for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be too loud. Some neighbor will come knock on the door, right? Like, you, right. you got to you got to be careful with that. Yeah, I thought it was the dialogue from that that movie that was significant, right? And paralleling uh, things, and and it, uh, just kind of a cool noir effect, I think. 
you know, was part part of the appeal there. Um, I, you're you're absolutely right that this 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 had an agenda and it moved through it fast, uh, and it isn't leaving a ton of mysteries for us going forward. Uh, it it certainly feels like a mid season start. Like okay, let's wrap up the cliffhanger from last episode. There's Hamlin. There's Lalo. Uh, and 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 we're going to get a quasi fresh start in this next episode because it it kind of feels like everything's everything's over right like they they took care of Lalo uh, Saul Goodman is you know on his way to being Saul, Saul Goodman Kim's safe uh, the whole stick with Hamlin that was the first half of the season is wrapped up uh, certainly people are going to have questions about that but I don't feel like that's where it's going to go, where people are going to suspect Saul of murder. I feel like we're headed somewhere totally different. I think I think I have words for it now. This felt like a Band-Aid getting ripped off, which in and of itself is not a very fun experience, but it is important to allow for a superior experience through the season. So most of my excitement is about the fact that they did the very hard thing of cutting me off from Hamlin, cutting me off from Lalo, cutting me, you know, just, just go. Now all of a sudden I have nothing and I'm very excited going forward. And as we record this, we're mere hours from the next episode coming out, but that made this episode the Band-Aid ripping off episode, which is not the most fun episode. Sure. No, I get that. I like to slowly rip off my band-aids and enjoy every single hair as they rip out of my skin. So, you know, that's just a different way of looking at things. <laughs> By the way, Kim from Chicago in the chat uh, points out that uh, I don't know what to expect. Yes, which is why I'm very happy with the show and also very proud that they did a kind of, I don't want to say unpleasant, but a, but a, but a very mm-hmm. to the point, let's wrap it up episode. Yep. That is Better Call Saul, Season 6, Episode 8. 